Welcome to the Sunday Soother Advice Cast, a podcast that takes your dilemmas and gives you insightful advice about how to get to know yourself better and live life in a more meaningful way. I'm your host, Katherine Andrews, a writer and holistic personal development coach and author of the Sunday Soother newsletter. Here, I'll take your questions, reframe your narratives, and give you actionable advice that I promise you will actually have you thinking about how to do things in a different way. Hey everybody, happy Sunday, Catherine here, author and host of The Sunday Soother, a community for people who are looking to learn about vulnerability, self-compassion, and practical ways to live a meaningful life. So today I'm going to be talking about an interesting topic, one that I have thought a lot about personally, and one that I see, um, one of the biggest issues I see in the clients that I work with in my coaching practice, and in the readers of The Sunday Soother also, and that is shame around needing support and also not understanding when support has kind of, you know, basic support, support that's helpful and useful, has kind of crossed a line into not trusting yourself and over-reliance on other people. So we're going to dig deep on that one today, and I'm excited about it. But first, you know, I got to do some housekeeping. Sorry to make you (laughs) wait through this, but I hope you will consider it a small price to pay for all of the wisdom that I have to offer. Um, There are a couple of things going on. One, I've announced the early bird rates for my retreat to Sedona with my co-host and incredible yoga teacher, Kelly of Om Weekly. And those are up. It's on my website um, under katherinedandrews.com and events and retreats. It's going to be incredible. It's Monday through Friday, 12 women. In. We are gathering in a little bit like a, in what's literally called a yoga barn. It's beautiful right outside of Sedona. And we are going to have a week of hiking, yoga, and we're going to explore some interesting things like tarot, sound baths, and we're going to go on a vortex tour in Sedona. So I think it's going to be really incredible. It's all inclusive. So all of your meals and your room and everything, all of the workshops that we'll be doing is all all included. And I think it's just an incredible way. I think retreats, I used to never go on retreats because I thought they were super indulgent and I should be saving that time for family vacation or other things that, you know, would kind of quote unquote, like help me expand my mind or like learn more, like go to important places, um, you know, in Europe or whatever, like go see some churches and some museums. So that stuff is fun too. But if you haven't ever gone on a retreat, holy moly, guys, like it is such a nice way to give your brain a break. Like just alone, everything is taken care of for you, right? Like the food is taken care of for you and the day's agenda is taken care of for you. So you don't have to have any thinking going on about like what you're going to do that day. And that alone is such a burden, (laughs) like released from the day to day when you're making a ton of decisions about everything from work to food to what you're going to do that evening. Um, Also, it's just going to be, I've done a retreat before with Kelly in the fall, and you walk away with these incredible connections with women that you have never met before. You may decide to come with a friend of yours or a couple of friends of yours, and that's awesome also. Definitely encourage people coming together as girlfriends and other friends and whatever, you know. But there's something special about meeting several strangers that are interested in the same things that you are and spending, you know, just five days with them in this sort of special container where we're all doing this really interesting reflection work, hiking, thinking about what's important in our lives. And you walk out of there with new friends and it's an incredible experience on all levels. So just wanted to put in a plug for the Sedona retreat. We do 
Um, spots are getting confirmed right now and I do expect it to sell out. Um, and the early bird goes through June. So you do have some time, but you know, you want to get some of that Sedona magic and some of that Sunday soother magic. I encourage you to get on that. And the last announcement of housekeeping that I have to do is that I'm opening up two more coaching spots for the end of February and the beginning of March. And these are highly customized sort of bespoke co- uh, coaching experiences one-on-one with me, where we speak weekly for six months to transform you into you know, the new kind of person that you want to be. We do all sorts of interesting work on issues that face most of my clients. A lot of it is around self-worth, boundaries, self-knowledge, blocks to achieving the things you want to achieve, self-trust, fear, forgiveness, so much good stuff. So I'm going to put the link to that in my show notes to both the Sedona retreat and the coaching application spots. And I would really love to talk to you guys. You know, you can always DM me on Instagram at Katherine Andrews or email me at kathdandrews at gmail.com. I'm promise you I'm pretty friendly. So if you want to hop on email or a phone call to learn more either about the coaching or the retreat, I would love to do that. Hokey dokey. Thank you, my dear friends for sticking with me through that. And so I want to now to get into the area of support. Okay. So the area of support is coming up for me both personally, and I'm seeing it a lot in my clients. So the one way that support is coming up for me personally is because I have 100% always been a kind of person who goes it alone and doesn't like to ask for help. And in fact, I don't think this anymore, but in the past has thought it was weak to rely on others, quote unquote, rely on, um, or ask for help in, in, um, areas of both professional and personal capacities, right? So in areas of job stuff and in emotions. I, um, and emotionally, I mean, when I had gone in the past through breakups or hard times personally in my life, I didn't know how to ask for help. And I didn't think you should ask for help. I really thought you should just be sort of this like stoic, like unfeeling person who didn't need anybody to help her through. And so I just wouldn't bring up I would avoid talking about the times I was struggling in in relationships or work with friends. I thought that was sort of just the way it had to be. Nobody wanted to help me that it was, you know, it was a go it alone sort of way. And I'm also thinking about support because, you know, I'm coming up on six months or so of starting my own business. And for the first few months, I was like, I'm going to do this alone. I'm going to figure out everything alone. I'm smart. Like, I don't need help. And I was like, oh my God, I need help. Like, I don't know what I'm doing on half of these things. And so it was then that I started to realize that I still sometimes have issues reaching out for support, right? Like whether it's emotionally with friends and primarily now in my journey as an entrepreneur. And why should, you know, I had, and I had a lot of shame around the amount of support that I thought I needed or wanted. But the more I thought about that, the more I was like, shame around the things I want or need is ridiculous. Why should I feel shame around not, not knowing how to do some aspects of this business stuff? And why do I feel that it's so much better to do this on my own? Like, why does that feel almost like, I'm better than other people if I can try to figure out how to do this on my own. So I've been thinking a lot about how can I ask for more support and sort of shed my shame and ego around needing to ask for help and support um, these days professionally, not so much personally, because I've gotten a lot better at that. 
but professionally, right? Like I, I don't want to come off like I don't know what the hell I'm doing, but sometimes I do not know what the hell I am doing. And so I've hired a business coach. I tap my friends for knowledge, you know, and I talk about it here, right? Like I don't want anybody to think that I have completely got this thing figured out because I, I don't, you know, and it's important to say that. And then, so this came up for me in another situation recently because I had a potential client calling me who was feeling really shame around the amount of support which she needed. And she wrote into me and she said, I'm a fairly anxious, sensitive person who hires so many people to help me and tell me what to do. She said she goes to individual therapy, couples therapy, she had a career coach, a trainer, and she felt like different levels of shame around this, right? She's, she felt shame about being privileged that she could afford all of this help. And she felt shame around that she spent money on all of this help. And she said, most importantly, she felt shame for even needing all of this help in the first place, not knowing how to get out from under her stuff and start trusting herself. So this really got me thinking, and I wrote about this in the Sunday Soother today. So in this case, I'm talking about the same topic as I discuss in my newsletter, but I wanted to expand on it a little bit here. So I think it's important to think about this in a few ways. So first I'm gonna talk about the shame around support. Um, and my belief around support is that some of us need more support than others. And those of us who are likely to need more support than others um, can classify generally ourselves as highly sensitive people or as empaths or uh, empathetic people. And because we're so highly sensitive, we tend more towards anxiety and self-doubt and taking on other people's emotions and energies, which means we might need more help, right? Like, you know, I'm trying to think of a great metaphor here, but there are some flowers that are probably, I'm not a gardener, so I don't know what I'm talking about, but probably there's some more, there are flowers out there that need more support from a gardener than other flowers, right? Like probably there's some flowers that can just grow in a friggin' crack somewhere and they're fine. And some flowers might need like an exact amount of water and an exact amount of sunshine and a, you know, and a special kind of soil or whatever. And that doesn't mean that that flower is bad, you know? It's just that it's it's it is more inherently more delicate. And I think we don't give a lot of credence to highly sensitive people or or empaths being kind of generally more delicate. I consider myself one of those people, right? Um I need a lot of alone time. I need a lot of downtime. I need a lot of self-care time. And I need a lot of emotional support. You know, I needed a lot of therapy. I need a lot of journaling. I need a lot of coaching because it is because I am so highly empathetic and sensitive and I absorb so much from the world around me that I need extra containers in which to process those things. And um, so I need extra emotional support. I need extra body support, right? Like I have to, like yoga and meditation and working out are really important to me to be able to support myself. Um, So I wanted to put that out there. Like if you feel like you're a person who needs a lot of support, consider that you might be highly sensitive or have empathetic qualities, right? And understand that does make you a little bit, doesn't mean you're not like able to thrive in this world at all, right? But you may need more attending to than other people who are who who aren't as sensitive, and so 
that's important to then release yourself from the burden of feeling that shame. That's how I got through it. I was like, yeah, I do need more. I'm like, I got a lot going on up in here, right? And I need like certain parameters and certain self-care practices to make sure that I'm functioning and refilling back up my cup so that I can give back out into the world. So yeah, I think of myself as like a more delicate flower who might need more water and sunshine in like a particular kind of soil. I'm still a friggin' beautiful flower just because I can't necessarily grow or thrive anywhere doesn't mean I can't grow or thrive at all. So I'll put a couple of resources in the show notes about how to know if you're sort of, if you have like porous energy boundaries or might be a a highly sensitive person, Um, because if you can sort of figure that out about yourself, it might help you to release any shame that you might be feeling, such as this potential client around needing a lot of support, right? So that's just one thing I want to talk about. Okay. Even if you're not highly sensitive person or empathetic and you need support, consider that like we have had the society shame us for needing help. We have this attitude, especially in capitalism, that if you're not going it alone, you're being needy, over-reliant, weak. And we never teach people how to be vulnerable and the power of vulnerability and how to be compassionate to themselves. And most importantly, how to set up boundaries that protect their self-compassion and their self-worth you know, but also allow them to open themselves up to the outside world. So we're basically shaming pretty much anybody for needing support, but then we're saying you're also broken. So you're kind of caught in this like in-between place where you're like, well, everything around me, all of media and society tells me I'm kind of broken. Like I don't look the way I should. I don't make as much money as I should. I don't act the way I should. I don't have the romantic relationship that I'm told I'm, I'm should. I don't live in the kind of place that I'm told I'm should. Like I don't measure up to all of these ideals that are kind of being shoved on my throat. But it seems that when I try to get those things and get support to get those things, I'm also shamed for that. So you're stuck in this like paralysis, right? And the result is we have a society in which most people feel pretty bad about themselves and their needs and who they are at some level. That's so cool. Love that. (laughs) So, okay. So this is what I want people to think about, right? Like, are you highly sensitive and empathetic? Are you ashamed of needing more? And then even if you don't consider yourself highly sensitive or empathetic, like, are you still feeling shame about needs and wants and, and using help to get there, right? Do you have shame about not having enough? I actually see almost more that people have shame about having more than enough, right? So there's like a pervasive shame thing going on at every level. So I want you to consider like what you're ashamed about needing. You know, what are you ashamed about that you have already? Where does that shame stem from? Okay. Um, But then what I really also want to go into is I think there is something important to consider here because I don't want to just give a blanket statement that says like, you can have all the support you need and hire all of the coaches you need and like ask everybody their opinions all the time and like, you know, just do whatever you need to do and rely on other people to get through the day. Because where I do see needing support and help going over the line sometimes is when a person doesn't trust themselves. Okay. So this looks like this person doesn't know how to make decisions, has paralysis in making life choices um, sometimes can't even like buy a piece of clothing without asking a million people, like, should they buy this piece of clothing? So this makes it really, this is like the, the fine line, right? 
Because yeah, sometimes you need to ask for support and it's totally fine to ask for other people's opinions. And then sometimes people have gone over the line and don't trust themselves anymore. And that's why they are asking people advice all the time and hiring a ton of people to help them out, right? And I don't want you to go over that line, right? It's kind of a fine line and it's sort of like, it's not totally black and white, but I think it's really important to consider like, do you ask for support um, because you, it helps you feel good and nourished and sort of every once in a while reinforces the decisions you want to make? Or are you like addicted to asking for support? Okay. And that signals to me that you have a little bit of a lack of self-trust and that's something to dig in on down. Okay. So let's break it down a little bit further because I think that support being supported and asking for support in a healthy way feels and looks a certain way. And then lack of self-trust feels and looks a completely different way. So this might help you clarify the difference between the two. So support is like everything from like therapy, time alone, self-care, journaling, um, making time for stuff that nourishes you, like putting it a priority on your calendar. Like I'm not going to work late tonight because I'm going to go home and cook dinner for myself and my partner, or I'm not going to work on Saturday because I'm taking a hike. That's really important to me. Um, so those are boundaries, right? Um, you know, feeling good, long calls with the best friend who knows you really well, or a parent or caregiver who knows you really well, or your partner, right? Like having good discussions with your partner when you're feeling a little confused. Um, And generally getting the opinions of a few people you deeply know and trust on big life decisions, right? Because I don't mean to say that you shouldn't be asking anybody for support. I wouldn't be a coach if I didn't believe that because I certainly think that when you get the right kind of support in place, whether it's from a coach or another person or a friend or your partner, you're going to feel certain ways. Um, You'll know you'll feel supported when you feel nourished, inspired, expansive, grounded, rested, calm, right? So that's like how you know you're asking for support, you're you're talking about things, you're sort of wading through opinions and decisions, but it's not in a panicky sort of way. You're like, oh, I feel anchored by this support. I feel seen by this support. I feel calm and grounded and I totally know how I want to proceed with this support. So lack of self-trust looks pretty different, right? Like this is an inability to make any decisions. It's prioritizing others' beliefs, opinions, or thoughts above your own on a regular basis. Total disconnect from your heart and your body, right? Like where do you feel emotions or knowledge in your body? And if you say, Catherine, I don't know what you're talking about, that means you're disconnected from your body, right? You know, this means mistaking self-care for zoning out or numbing out activities, um, kind of a frantic feeling that somehow you're taking on too much and also not enough. And you have no idea how to prioritize between all of the things that you feel that you need to do. And you'll know that you're lacking self-trust when you sort of feel lost, panicked, unrooted, like a pinball being bounced around, anxious, disconnected, sort of spinning words and thoughts and stories around in your life all the time. And this is where like self-trust Lack of self-trust manifests in asking too much support because you're looking for an anchor. You're looking for anything to hold on to, right? You're kind of just spinning out. And one of the reasons you're asking everybody else's opinions is because you're looking for the one solid thing that you can grasp onto that's going to make you feel 
like you can come down to earth again and proceed, okay? So those are the big differences I see between like normal, healthy support and a lack of self-trust that manifests as over-reliance on other people's opinions. And I'd love to know where you are on this line. And I also want to say, you know, I know um, this, we go back and forth as we grow, right? Like in moments of calm in our life when stuff is good, you know, we may be getting normal amounts of support, just like opinions from the people closest to us. And, you know, in moments of upheaval and change and like big stuff going on in our lives, we may cross the line over into lack of self-trust and be sort of spinning out and asking people, everybody else, you know, everybody's, you know, Tom, Dick and Harry's opinions, um, because we're looking for something to ground us back down. So, you know, if you're look, if you suspect that you've crossed over the line from support into lack of self-trust, it can be taught. I mean, that is like really a big part of the coaching work that I do with my clients, right? Um, I help them because if, if you're lacking self-trust, you've lost a sense of self, right? You've disconnected from your heart and your body also. And others, people's stories, ideas, opinions, um, the shoulds are taking over your mind pretty heavily. So, you know, this can be taught. Self-trust can be reaccessed. Boundaries can be learned. Um, it can really help to have a container and a person with your best interests in mind who is looking at you and your in the ways you are in the world and the ways you want to be in the world and giving you the guidance for how to like get the rungs back in place on your ladder so that you can trust yourself. And it looks different for everybody, right? Again, some of us who are empathetic and highly sensitive may need a higher baseline of support than other people going through our lives. And that's okay too. But you'll know if you're not feeling good that you have maybe crossed the line into lack of self-trust. And that's something to explore um, either with yourself and some resources like journaling and meditation alone or with somebody like a coach or a therapist, right? To get you back to yourself. So... That's what I wanted to say today about like shame around needing support and understanding that some of us do need more support than others. And also understanding that there can be a line where you do cross over from asking for help and showing yourself and being vulnerable and going into that line over into lack of self-trust where you're completely over-reliant on other people's opinions, thoughts, and um, beliefs and and you have gotten out of touch with your inner core of knowing around those things right so i would love to hear from you guys like do you see yourself in this message do you feel like you're a highly sensitive person if so how did you get learn to get a normal amount of support and how did you learn to ground yourself and trust yourself when you're so um you know, you so absorb other people's opinions and emotions. And if you're somebody who's crossed the line over into lack of self-trust, I want to hear from you too, right? Like, how did you know you crossed over that line? What would be helpful in getting back into your, your body and your sense of wisdom and your inner knowing? What are you looking for? Like what, and if you don't understand the concepts, you know, let's clarify it. I'd love to hear from you too, more questions about this topic Um, And what resources might be useful for you to get back in touch with everything. So thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Sunday Soother. I hope it was helpful. Again, uh, don't forget to check out the retreat and the coaching spots in the show notes. I'll be posting the links there, as well as some resources for 
um, what we talked about today in terms of support versus lack of self-trust. So I hope you are all having a beautiful Sunday and are going to have a beautiful week ahead and I'll talk to you soon.